Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to In the Author's Corner with ATN. I'm your host, ATN A. Gibbs. I am delighted <clears throat> to share with you a very unique, dynamic individual, lady who's here, <laughs> not here with me, but here on this show, trying to share with us information that would help others. Her name is Leanne Sudlick, author of A Big Dream of Helping Others. She will be here shortly. In the meanwhile, let me tell you a little bit about her. Lady travels a bit. She was born and grew up in South Africa. She's moved around to, I guess, England. England, And now she's residing in Bryan Bay, Australia. I'm waiting for her to connect with us because this is something we've been waiting for quite, quite a while. Oh, my goodness. Hey, <laughs> it's coming, it's coming. And in the meanwhile, as we look towards it, this lady is fantastic. She's an advocate in more ways than one. She wouldn't call herself an advocate, but that's what she does. She's worked with uh, several kids. In fact, she's the mother of four children. But in the process, what she has done, she has published two books. The first book was called When Children's Cry, Sub the, the Forgotten, uh, let me forget, okay. Angels Cry, Subtotal is Sub, I can't get it together. <laughs> the subtopic is The Unfortunate Children. That's her first book. And that came to her, we'll talk about it when she gets here. And secondly, she has another book called Dancing with the Devil, colon, Breaking Children, Breaking break Chains of Childhood Sexual Abuse. Interesting topic. Wow, wow, wow. And on top of that, she has some blogs or whatnot. Hope she'll get in here and we can get a chance to talk with her about what's going on in her life. We're waiting for her to connect. Hopefully, we get a good connection from Australia to the Virgin Islands by way of New York, or I should say the United States. I'm not quite certain which state the the studio license runs on, but we're waiting patiently. So in the meanwhile, let's just play some of our theme song, and hopefully she'll be right here.
patient right here, which we're right here. We're waiting patiently for this to fall into place. We do apologize for the nature of the use. We don't have to be challenged. We just hang in there for Okay, okay, folks, we're right here. <clears throat> I know our guest is making her effort to connect, to connect, connect with us. I need medicine bad. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyhow, we are working on it. Technically, she got to the door, and the switch didn't come on properly, so she's working again. She's there with us. If we don't... Get a chance to get it all worked out tonight. We'll set it up for another time. But first things first, let's see if we get it up tonight. Okay? All right. Let's go back to some music. This is all I have. Oh, I know something. Let's listen to some Spanish music. Well, maybe the English version.
Cuando grato recuerdo es 
hoy celebramos el nacimiento, gran regalo de Dios. Navidad, hoy celebramos el nacimiento, gran regalo de Dios. Al nacer un niño, los ángeles cuidan de cualquier lugar del mundo los regalos que trajeron al niño en el pesebre que nació I think we have our guest with us. Leanne, is that you? Uh, hello, Etienne. How are you? Oh, you made it, you made it, you made it. I'm fine now. Thank you very much for your persistence, for your persistence. Thank you. Thank you for your patience. And thank you for having <laughs> me on your show. I'm honored and excited to be talking with you. Oh, great, 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 great. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Okay. Let's do a quick um, voice check. Turn your volume up a little bit if you can, or get closer to people, please. Okay. One, two, three. Okay, that's good. That's great. Uh, yes. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you perfectly. Great. And likewise, are you hearing me all right? Yes, I can hear you. (laughs) Okay, great. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming to us. As you said, you would do this. Oh, man, goodness. And the good thing is, this is just the first of several other episodes we will have on Sundays. Are we still with that? Yes. Now yes. that we know how to do it? <laughs> yes. You know to do it. Yes, so I'm, sure we'll, I'm sure we'll pick up further to. problems, but we will yes, overcome we will, them. We will. <laughs> we will. Oh, no. We're safe. I am so delighted that you made it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Let's begin as a beginning of the show. Okay? And are you fixed for time? Yes, I'm I'm good. I've got okay. all the time in the world here okay, in sunny good. Australia. Yeah, yeah. And it's daytime for you and it's nighttime for us. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so what we'll what we'll do is we'll continue until we run out of the we have about uh, 45 minutes left in our showtime. We'll go with that. Is that okay with you? Okay. Yes, Very yes, good. good. Okay. <laughs> Just relax yourself. Take a deep breath. And the first thing is, introduce yourself to our guest, please. Okay. Well, my name is Leanne Sadek. I'm just your girl next door kind of girl. Um, <laughs> wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, let me interrupt you a minute. I've been telling people you're in Australia, I'm not next door, but it seems like we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I roam everywhere. Good <laughs> enough, good enough, thank you. Okay, so, yeah, so I... Go ahead. So... 
<laughs> so I am originally from um, beautiful South Africa. Um, uh-huh. I, ha- I have lived in London um, and Australia, and I'm in Australia at the moment where my four beautiful kids are. Oh, um, wow. Yes, and I am currently not sure where my future lies with regards to uh, what country I'll be in um, next week, maybe, okay. <laughs> um, okay. because I do have a pending immigration matter, um, but I'm being okay. hopeful that it will all go okay. Well, we'll keep you in prayer for that. Thank you so much, Etienne. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, well, let's go ahead and tell our audience a little bit about uh, your first book. How did you come up with a book? First of all, how did you become become an author? That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I I didn't always think that that I wanted to be an author, in actual fact. Mm-hmm. Um, from as far back as I can remember, even as a little girl, I somehow always saw myself on stage um, talking. Oh, really? <laughs> and um, I never knew what that meant at the time. Um, and I actually only started writing in about 2007 when I was undergoing intensive psychotherapy um, for my childhood mm-hmm. sexual abuse. Um, so no, and th- but then once I started writing, I couldn't put the pen down. <laughs> okay, let me back up a little bit, please. Did you say child abuse? What do you mean? Yeah. You mean that you were a victim? You were a victim. I was um, from the age of four. Um, I experienced childhood sexual abuse. Oh my goodness! Um, <laughs> Well, it, um, it, it, it definitely affected me into my adult life. Um, yeah. I, continue, I continuously just felt the need to run. Um, yes. Until, until after my first daughter was born, um, I then was triggered so severely when she was coming up to the age of four um, mm-hmm. that I then sought help. And I underwent intensive psychotherapy for about four or five years. Um, I had okay. 16 psychiatric admissions um, wow. because I used to I used to self harm. Uh, I had severe dissociative disorder, um, severe yes. borderline personality disorder. But in all that time, you know, Etienne, in all that time, even even during my psych admissions. I never stopped yes. writing for my children. They are what kept me you. going. Good for you. So, and I got through I it. And I, and I was very fortunate good. to have amazing, um, amazing psychiatrists and a psychologist who, who, who were there for me. And good. my sister, my, my sister, my twin sister um, just held everything together. She was the lioness of the family. Good, good, good. good. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if you have another diagnosis that is PTSD. Oh no! Did I anyone said, have... um, that? That yeah, no, that was added to the list. Um, it was yes. it was um, complex PTSD. Yes. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. Yes, I would be surprised <laughs> if you weren't diagnosed with it, because that's what happens yeah. to people who are 
traumatized psychologically, not so much physical alone. But put the two together, it makes it even worse. Wow. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But I also just want to say to anyone out there who is struggling, maybe, you know, with the same sort of thing or with any trauma, that please don't give up hope because it is possible to overcome and you can be more than you ever thought you could be. So... As a matter of fact, you don't have to be in America to get help. You can get help in Australia or anywhere you are. And yes. there's all kinds of food protection, all kinds of child abuse protection. You just have to look around exactly. and ask. We'll exactly. eventually and for come me, up with some resources. Go ahead. Exactly. Yes, but for me, the, I think the most difficult thing for me was asking for help. And I know a lot of survivors feel um, that they almost feel like they just are put in love and they have to struggle alone. But please yeah. know that you don't. And it, it is the hardest thing to ask for help, but um, it's not a weak yes. thing. It's a very courageous thing to ask for help. But people who are afraid to ask for help think that they cause a problem and therefore they are so embarrassed and ashamed to come forward and get some help. And that's not the case. Yeah. The case is they were, no. were victimized. They were victimized one way or another. Yeah. I know. I know. It's very hard for victims to not feel like a burden, I guess, or that yeah. they just maybe were a yes. mistake. or So they just have that mindset. And that's all part of healing is changing your mindsets and your beliefs. Do you know? You are, yes, ma'am. You are a fantastic <laughs> lady. I admire you. I've adopted you. <laughs> Thank I've you. adopted you as my sister. <laughs> oh, well, you're you my bra. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good enough. Fair enough. All right. all right, already. And by the way, I am not a doctor, but I'm a doctor of humor because I believe humor, <laughs> laughter, goes a long way in keeping us healthy, physically as well as emotionally. So you'll hear me cracking some jokes. If I crack a joke that doesn't translate appropriately, just tell me to go to my room and I'll go to my room. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll always remind you when I have (laughs) to. Okay, good enough. Very enough. (laughs) No, you was the best thing. (laughs) Oh, wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, where did you get the idea for your first published novel? The title of that is When Angels Cry, semicolon, The Forgotten Children, question mark. How did you come up with that idea? Well, actually, um, it's not something that I even thought about or had in the pipeline. I woke up one morning when I was living in Byron Bay and um, I woke up crying and I was just so deeply upset and I couldn't understand why. And um, I walked outside um, onto the the patio and um, the sun was already shining and it was warm outside and I looked up into the sky and I saw a rainbow, which was a bit odd because it was a beautiful day. Yes. Then then I was knocked senseless with a dream I'd just had, and I remembered everything. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. the murdered children that I write about in the book 
they'd come to me in in the dream and um, mm. asked me to tell their stories. Um, I cried and cried and cried, and yeah. um, for for two weeks I wrote tirelessly, um, and I cried some more. I even I even wrote during the evenings. I sat on the porch yeah. just with my mobile light on, so I wouldn't wake anyone, and I wrote and wrote and wrote, um, and then I published in two weeks later. Wow, good for you. You are determined. You're helping yourself and you're helping others in the process. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, well, the ch- you know, the children, you know, and maybe people don't believe it and everyone to their own, but yes. for me it was very real and those children um, needed me to be a voice for them and that's what I did. Okay. Let me ask you this. How are your children, how are they reacted to your condition? To my psychiatric condition? Yeah, yeah. Do you know, um, my children, well, I mean, my youngest daughter was only four when it really became apparent, and that's when, you know, all the hospitalizations began and and all that, um, and it was actually terribly heartbreaking because every time I was in hospital, you know, my kids would cry. Um, when they, yeah. when my sister would bring them to come and visit me, um, my my four-year-old daughter and my my one, she was only just over one at the time. Do you know they would cry yeah. when they had to leave. Um, my 13-year-old son at the time, he, he struggled terribly um, to come anywhere near the hospital. You know, I think yes. in many ways my kids um, felt robbed of a mother in a way, but they, they, were, they were also always there for me regardless. Yes. Um, they, saw, yes. they saw the damage that um, trauma had done. So they, and yeah. one thing they have always said to me is how grateful they are for the path we have walked as a family because yeah. it has made them who they are and they are compassionate and caring and giving. Exactly. And I couldn't be prouder. Yeah. Good. Well, I've adopted mm-hmm. you as, as my sister. I'll have to adopt them too as my, what can, what can I call them? My, <laughs> sister's, my sister's children? Yeah, my your little cup. Your little cup, okay, because we, we we come as a package deal. Okay, good enough. <laughs> but, you know, I'm laughing, I'm having fun with you, but you're talking about a serious topic. And at the same time, yeah. I want to pass on the word, the time for our American and Canadian audience. If they want to call in and have, ask questions to you, I'll give them the phone number now. The phone number audience, if you wish to call in, is 515-605-9812. I'll repeat, 515-605-9812. Make a note of this number because this is not the last you're going to see Leanne. As a matter of fact, every other Sunday, oh, let me back up, Sunday for you, Saturday for me. I have to remember that. <laughs> this, this same time on on. Saturday nights, my time would be uh, 7 p.m. Atlantic Standard 
time. That's an hour east of Eastern time. And then for Leanne, it will be Australian time. She will be at 10 o'clock a.m. Sunday. Was it Sunday morning time? I'm on. That's correct. Saturday night. Yes. And you on Sunday morning. Uh, that's <laughs> I'm correct. Hang of it. As a matter of fact, let me tell you a little, a little uh, joke that happened to me. When I was growing up, I was pleasant enough, or it worked for me, that I saw Peter Pan in the movies, and I, I, oh, I dreamt about that. I lived about that, and somehow or another, I don't know. I don't know where it was, but I, I thought it was Australia. So I wanted to go to Australia so I could find Peter Pan. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Do you know, my sister, when we were little, my sister used to call me Leanne the Peter Pan. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you found Peter Pan. <laughs> and, and she's in Australia. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, I still wanted to go to Australia. I, that, that's my dream. One or another. Oh. Yeah, that's good. Bless you. So, so let's move on. Uh, so you have the second book. Uh, the second published button novel? Does that mean it's based on reality or is it fiction? Yes, it is, it's based on my um, childhood trauma, but I've, writ- yeah, I've written it as a as a story, but it's based okay. on my life. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. To 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 minimize the um, the uh, oh, I just lost the word. The the words keeping them private. Yes. Okay. The the word will come back to me. Yeah. No. Carry on. Sorry. Yeah. 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 The second book is uh, Dancing with the Devil. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We can change of child sexual. Yes, I mentioned it already. Uh, Very topical, typical, typical and difficult topic. But you handled you handled very well. Thank you. Yes. Well, dancing with the devil. Um, I mean, I I did struggle to write it. I started in two thousand. I actually think I started writing in about 2004 um, uh-huh. and I gave and I gave up and then I tried again in 2007 and I gave up. I just wasn't ready uh-huh. to face a lot of it. And then yes. um, I redid it and then I started again in 2020 and then published. Yeah. Okay. All that was done in Australia? Yes. Okay. Um, I, I started I started writing in 2000, well, I was writing some of it when I was living in the UK in 2014. Um, yes. I'd, I'd been given 28 days to leave Australia and leave my kids with this immigration matter that went horribly wrong. Um, so for four years, I was stuck in the UK without my children. Um, oh my and God. I did look at, and I, yeah, it was very, uh, yeah, but I'm waiting for justice now or not, whatever happens. I'm, I'm just sort of trusting that wherever I'm led now is where I'm okay. supposed to be, you know? Okay, good. Now, that's a healthy attitude to have. Very good. 
Well, yeah. let's go on to your next question I want to ask you. You've also written mm-hmm. a short screenplay called Blueprint. Tell us more about that. Yeah. Um, I just woke up one morning, again, when I was living in Byron Bay, and, um, mm. and I got a bee in my bonnet, and I thought, I want to write a screenplay. And um, <laughs> when I... <laughs> and I'm a scorpion. I'm a, I'm a, stop, uh, stop, please, stop. You got a bee in your bonnet. That means a bee in your head to, to sting you. No. <laughs> well, no, I'm a Scorpio, so I stung myself. And you know, when I get a when I get a mission in my head, um, nothing slows me down. So oh. I so then so then I I started looking up how to write screenplays. I taught myself everything, um, uh-huh. and I wrote um, Blueprint. I wrote in half a day. Um, wow. And and yes, and and currently, um, it has been sent to South Africa through a very good friend of mine, um, mm. <clears throat> um, and it has gone to a, a producer director in South Africa who is looking at it for possible film or theatre production. Wow, good so for you. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, and yes. it's, our blueprint is actually specifically. Um, on PTSD. Wow. Well, good. You are so mm-hmm. amazing. You are doing one thing after another after another, all positive things to help yourself, to help your your children, but also to help children in the world. And I say in the world because um, with technology as it is now and what you're planning to do with us together on these yeah, it is my dream. It is my absolute yes. dream to just um, be there for others because I know what it's like, I guess, mm-hmm. um, just to feel so alone, you know, even if it's just perceived. Um, but you know, yeah. what is so amazing is how we got together. I didn't know you. You didn't know me. We didn't know what was going no. on. But we have a lot in common. Yes. A lot in common. <laughs> I believe that um, I believe that people are put on your path for a reason. That there is no coincidence. I you know, that everything happens for everything a reason. For, you took the words right out of my mouth. Everything happens for a reason. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, there's no stopping you now, and I'm here to help you along the way. Every Thank other. You. Thank you, Saturday Brian. night and Sunday morning. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Sir. Okay. Next question I have for you is, what motivated you to uh, start your online blog? The call of the blog is called One Voice. Tell us about it, please. Um, one Voice, again, I um, I got to be in my bonnet again. <laughs> and... <laughs> Um, (laughs) No, what actually happened was um, I was feeling really down one day um, and very resentful about my my childhood trauma. And I wrote a poem um, called Missing Person. And, Uh um, And from there, I then decided... Do you know what? I'm going to take my pain 
and turn it into power and I'm going to reach yes. out and help others. And that's how I started One Voice. Fantastic. Oh, good. The word I was looking <laughs> for is confidentiality, keeping confidential information private. And you're doing a wonderful job of helping people without exposing their confidentiality. That's yes. Nice. I, oh, that's good. I believe, I'm yeah, looking for You could. Go ahead, yeah, sis. Carry on. Go ahead. Hello? Oh, no. No, it's okay. I wasn't going to say anything. I sometimes talk okay, too much. Okay. <laughs> okay, all right. No problem. I'm just excited because the more we talk about this, the more I see what you have to offer the world. Uh, I'm not going to be umbunctious and say the world and not mean it because coming on a talk show like this, a podcast like this, there are listeners come from all around the world. How they come to us, that's how they do it. But social media spreads the word. And eventually, as you continue yeah. this more and more, I wouldn't be surprised if you're having people calling in from out of state, from out of international <laughs> calls. Yeah, interesting. Okay, well, let's move on because time is of the essence. You have, um, what about taking flight, turning pain into power? What is that about? I'm losing you. Your voice is gone. Oh. 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 Are you there? Your battery's gone. Hello. Yes. Go ahead. Oh no. Can you hear me now? Yes, I hear you now. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, so, so taking flight um, was actually a follow-on blog from One Voice um, because Whoa. in October last year. Sorry. Go ahead. What happened last yeah. year? Um, in October last year, um, I was living back in Sydney, and with my immigration matter, I was having endless. Um, challenges. I had to actually leave my rental, um, mm-hmm. and so that, so then I ended my first blog, One Voice, um, because I had to be on the road. I didn't know where I was going to go to next. Um, so mm. then I thought of starting taking flight, turning pain into power, um, as a second blog. Um, but I changed the name, and it is complete now, and I've called it. Puzzle pieces, following <laughs> your. I've called it puzzle, puzzle pieces, following it's your it. destiny through the sands of time. Okay. Okay. Well, and you do what I you got to do. I, yes, I just, I just, I, get, I got this vision that, you know, that I think through life we we're given, we've, we're given so many experiences um, to go yes. through. And it all happens to set us on our path for destiny and our soul life purpose. Yes. So that's kind of what that blog's about. Okay. I'm getting to know you pretty well now. So this question I pretty well know, but I'm going to ask you just so you could 
shared with the audience. As an author, sure. why do you do what you, why do you do what you do? Because okay, because what, well, two things. Once I started writing, I couldn't put the pen down, um, yeah. and I feel I feel that when I write, my soul comes alive. It is my okay. absolute passion. It is my absolute yeah. passion, and um, I. When I write, I never think of a storyline. I never think of a, the, the characters. I don't do any of that. I just listen to my soul and I write from my heart. I, okay. I, I suppose it's just like channeled writing in a way. Um, it just flows through me. Um, and that's okay. how I write. And, and it just lights me up. <laughs> okay, very good. I have about two more questions to ask you, but before I do... Let me just yeah. mention the name of our number, the name of our number, the number of our name, whatever way you want to call it. But <laughs> if you want to call in any time, not just tonight, but any time we're on the air, please write this number down, keep it close by, so that you can call us any time you want that we're on the air. The number is 515-605-9800. One two. Again, I'll repeat this. It's in the United States. Five one five six zero five nine eight one two. Keep that number close to you. Next time we're on the air, you have a question. Now you'll know how to call us. Okay, let's go on to the second question. The second from the last, from the end. Could you tell us yes. more about the future projects you have in mind? You are a lady on the go. So what, what's coming up? Yeah. Well, um, I'm currently working on my next three novels. Wow. Um, Not one. To be Not honest. Not two. But three. <laughs> Not Sorry. one. Not two, but three. My goodness. <laughs> well, I haven't had a lot of time to write lately, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, okay. But I... I I really want to publish my next, my third novel um, within the next month. But I am working on my next three novels. They're all very different okay. to one another. Um, mm-hmm. And then I really want to look at writing some feature screenplays. Oh, wow. Um, you yes. <laughs> no, I'm just mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow. Um, and then, yes, and then I'm not sure. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll get more bees in my bonnet to, <laughs> to um, run after other things. I don't know. I'll keep you posted, bro. Please do. Tell me about those bees in your bonnet. <laughs> I never know when I'm they're coming. A... They just arrive. Yes, that's okay. That's okay. This is a new experience. experience. <laughs> expression I've never heard before, so I'm laughing. Not laughing at you, but laughing at the cultural differences. That's okay. That's fine. That's great. Okay. <clears throat> now, if you were to give advice to our listeners, whether to be an author or whether to be a victim, what kind mm-hmm. of support would you offer them? What's well, first, 
Well, first of all, I'd say um, to everyone out there, I'd say, do you remember all those dreams you held in your heart when you were little? And then Mm -hmm. I'd say to them, well, go back now and pick up all those dreams that you were maybe taught to give up on because maybe Mm -hmm. you were traumatized or it was just a belief or someone told you you weren't good enough or you couldn't do it. Go back and pick up those dreams because you are you and your dreams matter. And um, don't let anybody dim your light or cause any self-doubt because I believe that each and every one of us has a story to tell. And I believe that every story matters. You know, your story could save a life today um, and could really help somebody. Um, Every story is unique and necessary in this world, and we need to all run together and do what we can to help each other and to help tomorrow's children. And I'd say that everything you need for your success is already inside of you. You just need to fasten your mind and listen to your heart, and you need to show the world who you are. Well, well, well. You know what? You have just expressed what I went through when I was about 12 years old. My mother sent me to live with my my, uh, aunt, who lived in New York City. So I came back for vacation, and I saw all the younger, all the boys swimming way out to the dock. I decided I wanted to swim out there. Now, here I am in New York City going through high school. There's no oceans like we have here in the first house. But I decided I wanted to swim. If they could do it, I can do it. My aunt saw me going on and says, Boy, come back in. You know you can't swim. And I turn around and listen oh. to her. And guess what? I stood up trying to stand in the bottom of the sea, and I didn't realize I was about 20 feet deep before I realized how deep I was. And then I panicked. The lifeguards had to come oh. and get me. And oh, I was shame. so embarrassed because it felt like everybody came to see me. But you know the good thing about that? I learned about my potential. I was yes. swimming. I didn't know it. Oh. I did not know it. Nobody taught me. Yes. I didn't have a father, a brother, yes. or a young person. But I had the potential to do it. But I was interrupted oh. by the negative. You know you can't swim. And I believed my aunt. Yeah. I didn't believe what yeah. I was doing. So now exactly. I learned a lot oh. about potential and motivation. Definitely. Yeah. Sis, we are, we are banded together because we have a lot. To talk about, to help other people about. Yes. So, yes. as we get into the end of the show, I just want to remind people that, what, two weeks from tonight? That will put us, I'm looking at the calendar, that will put us, what, okay. maybe the first, maybe the first uh, Sunday, that'd be the, uh, I can't see the number, but the first Sunday of February, we'll do a yeah. show and then we'll have every other show, every other Sunday. Okay. That work with you? Okay. Oh, great. Yes. Yes. Okay. Great, great, great. Oh, and Rob, I just want to say, I just want to say, I'm really proud of that little boy that swam. Well done. <laughs> Good. Yes. Me too. <laughs> I went back to my high school and I got involved with track and field and I became very potential. I mean, potential. I became very successful in, in the running. 
When I came back home, well, we didn't sorry. have any of that here. So it was kind of difficult for me. But Leanne, my sister, I am so glad to have you here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm so glad that you, you. and I will have a chance to chat again in a couple of weeks. Okay. Thank you so much. I've loved every moment of it. Oh, thank you. Here too, here too. I particularly love the opportunity to have some laughter. <laughs> laughter tickles me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. We'll see you next time, all right? All right. Take pleasure, care. pleasure, pleasure. Thank you. Say hello to your family. Your children. I will do. Keep shining okay. bright. Love ya. <laughs> okay, same here. Thank you very much. All right. All right. Now. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Well, we, had, we had a wonderful time with our guest. She meant to be here. She struggled to be here, but she made it. She made it. She made it. She made it. <laughs> now that we have it all set up, we will run through this every other Saturday night with me, Sunday morning for And that will work fine. Yes. So keep your eyes open. Your ears open. We will have it listed in Blog Talk Radio slash in the corners. In the author's corner. Oh, I'm really nice. I'm so, so excited. I'll repeat that. In www.blogtalkradio.com slash in the author's corner with Etienne. Etienne is spelled E-T-I-E-N-N-E. Take a look at the site, and there are many other episodes we've had with different people who are guests and people and other co-hosts with me. So I, I'm a strong believer in working together with people who can help people. That is great. So with that, folks, I want to thank you for your patience. Thank you for bearing with us. And by all means, keep track of that number, 515-605-9812. The best thing to do is go to the website, blogtalkradio.com, slash in the author's corner, Take a look at what episodes are completed and which ones are upcoming. And you're welcome to come to any one of them you have. At the bottom of each show I have, I have a list for international website where you can trigger your time that matches our time. Because I'm in the stateside time in the evening, and Leanne is in the morning time of Australia. But still, we work it together. Folks, it can be done working together. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So long for now, folks. So long again to my sister. I like to call her sister. <laughs> Leanne, take care. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>